Their stuff is all packed. Here comes the truck. Let's move with the bears and wish them good luck. In Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and today we are covering 1981's The Berenstain Bears Moving Day. It's a bit of a throwback. We're going to learn a little bit about the Bear family and get a little bit of contradictory information that has actually been addressed by the official The Berenstain Bears blog. Uh, so, uh, today I have a special guest. Everyone say hello to Oliver. Well, Oliver, say hello to everyone. Yo, I'm <laughs> <Hi>. Oliver. <laughs> uh, Oliver is 14 years old and has moved several times, so is a bit of an expert. Oliver is my son, who is sitting across from me right now. I am the reason Oliver has moved several times. <laughs> and uh, so you're a little bit, you have you have some inside knowledge. You know a little inside yes. information about yes, what it's like to be a kid and be shuffled from place to place. Uh, nowhere as drastic as where the bears move. Mm -hmm. We've never moved into a bit of nature, <laughs> although there was a there was a duplex that seemed a little bit like a bit of nature. Yeah, every yeah. once in a while, a little buggy, uh, a little creepy crawly at times. But uh, <laughs> we'll cover that. Uh, how many times have you moved? Four times. Four times. So just you know, a little a little background. Um, we moved because uh, of parental separations, and then it was to a fourplex. Yeah, fourplex. And then to a duplex. Mm -hmm. And then to a one-bedroom apartment. But that was for, like, total, just, like, that was for monetary reasons. And then to a... Uh, house. House. A big house. That used to be a duplex. That used to be a duplex. <laughs> uh, much like uh, the bear's house used to be a tree. And so... <laughs> Isn't their house still a tree? Their house is still a tree. Just like this house is still a duplex. If you look hard enough, you can still see the scars from a long time ago. And the door that leads to nowhere. The door leads to nowhere. Yes, there's a door upstairs that leads to literally uh, <laughs> nothing. And you can't even open it anymore. It used to, I guess it used to have a staircase. We'll never know. No one took pictures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is, a, like I said, 1981's The Berenstain Bears Moving Day. It's a, it's a weird book. It's a flashback book that doesn't really set itself up as a flashback book. Um, but it only has the original three bears, Mama, Papa, and... Brother Bear. Brother Bear, right? Not small. Refers to brother as brother the whole time. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> we are already in weird uh, anti-continuity continuity. But why don't you... Walk us through a bit of what happens in this book. Let's, let's cover the plot. Okay, let's see. It says, The Berenstain Bears family didn't always live in the big tree house down Sunny Dirt Road. They had to add that part. Um, and it says they used to live in a hillside cave. I think... Didn't we know that already, though? No, we've never been told they lived oh. in a cave. This is this is new information. Uh, Continuity-wise, as far as we've known, the Bear family has always lived in, this, in the tree house. So this is new. This is new to us. Uh, what's the cave look like? Like a house. Like, it looks like a cave. It has grass on the top and, like, trees and stuff. But there's windows and there's a door and there's, like, I think that's a chimney. It has a little triangle hat. Um, there's some flowers. It's a rocky cave with the door and windows. Right. So it's kind of a, it's a little hobbity. Uh, not terribly hobbity. I mean, this is very much a, uh, in the side of a mountain. So, uh, but what, 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 what this says to me as a reader and as someone who's looking into the bear's development as characters is, we know now that the bears will turn, can turn any large enough space into a traditional home. Uh, they've somehow bored out windows. They've put glass in the, in the cave. They've adapted this into a house. So we 
You have a look on your face. I can't tell if this is dirt or stone. Where? On the house, because you see the stone, and it's like totally different than the, what the house looks to be made of. Let me see. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah, so it's not just a it's not just a stone. It's not just carved out of the side of a of a mountain. It's like a cliff. It's carved mm-hmm. out of the side of a cliff, but yeah, it's not carved out of rock. At least on the outside. So I'm gonna say maybe maybe it was maybe it was metal. It's yeah. It's it's definitely a a, a cliff face mm-hmm. that they've that they've dug out of. It's not it's not a naturally. It doesn't look like a naturally occurring cave. Yeah, is what you're saying. Like it looks like. This was constructed. Mm-hmm. So they didn't find a cave and move in. Mm-hmm. So this is part of bear industry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're shaping their environment. They are definitely intelligent creatures, civilized animals who shape their own environment. And that's just the first page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what ends up happening? So a long time ago, they lived in this cave. And sometimes it was drippy and there were some problems with it, but who cared? It was home. Right. Um, definitely not... Dirt on the inside. That's yeah. That's, that's stone, stone. So. and wood. There's wood. Th- oh, that's a door. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were happy. They were busy. Mama was gardening on the side of a cliff mm-hmm. of a mountain, which that's very yeah. <laughs> uh, Papa was still making his wooden furniture. Yeah. So the characters are still who we who we've always known them to be. Mm-hmm. And Mama feeds the family, and Papa does the industry. Yeah. And they're pretty isolated, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brother plays with woodland creatures in this one, like what sister does in the future. Yeah. So. There's no other bears around. Yeah. The air was apparently clean and sparkling. In On the next page, you see a bunch of, there's Papa Bear is walking towards the family who are having lunch outside, and there's a bunch of stumps around him. And he says, my dears, the time has come to move. And, well, there's like two trees in the background, but other than that, they're all dead. Now, why are all the trees dead? Because Papa Bear cut them down. Papa Bear cut them down. And we learn, we're going to be seeing in the future, in future books about uh, conservation, that Papa Bear is not very good about replanting after he is cut down. No. He just slashes and burns as he goes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Brother Bear is not happy about having to move. Why isn't Brother Bear happy about having to move? Because you have to, like, pick up all your stuff and you have to leave this place that you've known your entire life. And it's just hu- this huge, drastic change. And you have to leave all your friends. You just It's a place that you've known your entire life, and suddenly you're just up and out mm-hmm. to an unfamiliar new world. Yeah, he's probably about three in this. Yeah. Because pre-kindergarten, mm-hmm. and pre-sister bear, so he's probably about three, because it's, it's before they moved. So yeah. uh, that was about the year age when you first moved. Yep. Well, three, three or four. Um, I was screaming and crying. <laughs> what? I was screaming and crying. Were you? Yeah. When you like left to go to the fourplex originally, I was. I thought I was never going to see you again. Well, you did. Here we are recording a podcast <laughs> about the Berenstain Bears. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not uh, me. <laughs> so, brother's upset. Doesn't want to move. Mm-hmm. And what are the what do the parent bears have to say about this? Apparently they're already packing up. Apparently they already have this house that they've been looking at, because... So he asks, where are they moving to? Yeah. And where are they moving to? The valley. That sounds really ominous. Yeah. (laughs) To the valley. (laughs) The valley? Says brother. They have this nice lamp. It's made out of, like, I think birch bark? Mm Mm-hmm. You can tell because it's kind of peeling at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the actual, like... Uh, lamp shade. Yeah. I think that lamp does play a part later on. Like, you see it in the house. It's the yeah. owl lamp. Mm-hmm. The very famous owl lamp. You, you're going to assume that 
most of the stuff they have around the house has been carved by Papa. Yeah. Yeah. So the valley is very far away. Very far. And probably there's mountains there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're, they're way out. They're way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And Brother gets upset. He Brother gets uh, worried that he's not going to be able to bring his stuff. Mm-hmm. But he is. And he doesn't have much stuff. He has a lot of books. Yeah, he has a lot of books. But he has pretty much like just a couple of boxes of possessions. Mm-hmm. They live pretty simply. Uh, he's got a few friends. Who are his friends? Um, a couple of goats and some birds and a butterfly. Yeah, just whoever you would find up in the in the mountains, I guess. And they're all smiling kind of creepily. And this is a nice callback to uh, what we used to see in the earlier books, which is a lot of different animals around mm-hmm. them. Uh, before the Berenstain Bears, bear country is established as a, a bear-only community, uh, we see a lot more intelligent yeah. creatures. I guess we do later on. Like, like you said, like Sister Bear is shown to be playing with Frogs and butterflies. Frogs and, and butterflies. Birds and stuff. So. Yeah. So they don't seem to exist at a level equal to that of the bears. Because they're not wearing clothes. They're not wearing they? clothes. They don't seem to have like functional houses, but yeah. they can obviously communicate with the bears. Mm-hmm. And then it is nighttime. Um, and apparently they're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. When did yeah. they get this house? <laughs> well, it's funny because when I was a kid, when I was in high school, my uh, my parents, we moved. Uh, and it was announced at dinner time. My dad said, we've been looking at houses, and we're going to be moving. And it was pretty much next week. Like, we just started packing up. Like, there was no, let's all go look at houses together. Nope. Uh, my parents, there was, this is not a family decision. This is not a family <laughs> discussion. My parents moved to a smaller house, the one they live in now. Uh, That's a smaller house? Yeah. <laughs> it's Texas. Texas. Texas huge in Texas. Uh, and uh, it was a, we lived in a two-story house. And they wanted a one-story, because it was the house they were going to retire in. So, you know, it's a good tromping up and down stairs all the time. So uh, they moved, and it was, but it was very similar to this. Like, they just sprung it on us. We're going to be moving. Start packing up your stuff. And you were like, what? Yeah, this house I grew up in. Same. And Brother has a sleepless night. Well, no, he doesn't. He actually did fall asleep. Brother has a next-to-sleepless <laughs> night. <laughs> Sleeping with a bear that looks just like him. And an owl staring at his face. Mm-hmm. The owl's wondering, what happened to that lamp? That owl lamp. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and then it's the next morning and all their stuff is packed up. Yeah, man, they just pack it all up. Here it is in the moving van. It doesn't fit in the moving van, though. Yep, well, we were talking about the fact that it's an agrarian existence, but this is a, a modernish truck that they mm-hmm. use to move, and uh, it, obviously, they contacted them somehow, so the bears have connections with civilization yeah. like they're not they're not cut off completely this is this is a city-based moving company that comes and loads up their stuff and you get this very poignant shot of uh of brother bear all alone in the cave the empty mm-hmm. cave they didn't have electricity though so i don't know how they contacted them probably something papa had to maybe he got like a long walk that or maybe be- they have uh public phones out somewhere in the woods like connected up like You'd go to the phone booth. Maybe. Set up. Because uh, there's business out there, apparently. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe he goes, I mean, Papa Bear, so, okay, let's 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 think about this. Papa Bear builds furniture. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a woodworker, and he has clients. True. So his clients have to contact him somehow, and he has to, he's delivering this furniture somewhere. So there's a bears out there. There are customers out there. So mm-hmm. he has a way of connecting with people outside this area. We just don't know how. <laughs> we just don't know how. It is not set up. Well, they have a car, too. So That's right. They have a car, so presumably Papa drove out somewhere and set up yeah. the moving day. 
and all of his friends are watching him leave and mm-hmm. waving, except for the goats. It would be understandable if you assumed that these were just a bunch of wild animals watching them leave, but nope. These are his friends. Yes. Waving goodbye. Except for the goats. In the Red Roadster. Mm-hmm. Goats don't mm-hmm. wave. Goats don't say goodbye. They say good journey. <laughs> what is... Mama's face looks weird in that picture. Yeah, she looks like she has some reservations about leaving. Yeah. She's, uh... Or maybe she's afraid the animals will follow them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Also, she has, like, none of the, like, the bare hair texture, like, in this picture. Oh, yeah, she's smooth. She's so. smooth mama. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at his worried smooth mama. Who has no eyebrows. As they drive away. Over a, over a, over a stone arch bridge. Yes. And they drive... Yep, through a dark and gloomy forest. A dark and gloomy forest that we will see in later... And we have seen in earlier books and gets alluded to in later books. Uh, this uh-huh. is the forest that seems to separate bear country from uh, the mountain area, the other areas. Perhaps it's the woods through which all the other intelligent animals had to had to traverse as they were exiled from bear country at some point. Because all the intelligent animals left bear country. True. It sort of seemed to have formed their own societies. Maybe Pig- they just got fed up with the bears trying to eat them. Dogville. Big town. I want, I want to see that in one of the future books. Badgerland. I want to see that. Um, and then we get our first glimpse of Farmer Ben. Farmer well, Ben! first glimpse, but like... Well, their first glimpse yeah. of Farmer Ben. Presumably. I mean, maybe Papa knows him because Papa's probably driven in and out of town before, but... uh, Who knows? Yeah, they pass by Farmer Ben. They pass by some... Mean-looking butterflies. The frog. That's sister's friend, the frog. Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe the frog, not the butterflies, though. Not the butterflies. The butterflies are dead. Long dead. Mm -hmm. And then... What do we see? We see their house. The treehouse. The bear's treehouse. With a big for sale sign sold right in front. Um, And it looks a little different. It looks a little different looks than... Pretty, like a terrible place to live. Yeah, it's really busted out. There, there's broken windows. The uh, I want to address the sconces for just a second. The sconces are there, but they do not have any coverings on them. Just a couple of bare candles that have seen better days. These are drooping candles that like looks like they've been exposed to the elements. They are unusable. Uh, this is, But this is our treehouse. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to step back for one second... Um, the question has been raised, and it was raised to the Berenstains themselves, that in the Berenstains bear's new baby, I believe, it is said that the Papa Bear built the treehouse himself. That this was a tree that he found, he carved it out, and made them a home. Uh, and then someone asked, yes, it was in the Berenstain bear's new baby, and then someone asked, in the Berenstain bear's moving day, the family purchases and moves into the treehouse. So what? what's the deal? Like you've said before that this was something he created. Now this is obviously a house that they bought. That was a used house. Um, Jan Berenstain answered it, and she explained that the bears did move into the treehouse that we're seeing right now, but that Papa had to expand it by uh, carving out, quote, carving out sections of the trunk that were previously unoccupied. So in a sense, he built the living space they now live in out of a pre-existing tree home. But... The entire treehouse is covered in windows. I'm going to assume those are decorative. Maybe he saw, maybe it's like fake drawers in a bathroom. And he was like, you know, what good really here. Really good here. Real drawers. And so he built them and maybe he saw these decorative windows and it was like, you know, it'd be awesome if these actually led to rooms. <laughs> also, how are there windows in like the smaller branches? 
So that's a question that I have often wondered, and I wondered as a kid. So what I think is that the upper branches of the tree are just there for show, or they're there for support. What, you, what is The leaves you see on the outside of the treehouse are actually a false covering. That's in oh. my mind. In my mind, they're a false covering that covers a wooden structure that has been built into the treehouse. And then the leaves have been reapplied to give the appearance of a tree. So it's a sort of like... in. I went to school in New Mexico mm-hmm. and in Santa Fe, and there are zoning rules in Santa Fe that, like, within a certain distance from downtown, all buildings have to look as if they are built of adobe. They have to be adobe structures. So when they built a Target in Santa Fe, the Target looks like it is built out of adobe. It is th- it has a facade that looks a certain way, so it looks like an adobe Target. Uh, it's to keep uh, the the history of Santa Fe alive to, to, to make it still look as if it is a, a, a village that, you know, is built in the traditional sense. Of course, they're not built, you know, they didn't actually like build the target out of mud, but it has to look that way. And all buildings have to be below a certain height because they don't want it to be built up. And I'm going to say that bear country is probably the same way. Within a certain distance of the city, all buildings have to at least have the appearance of being actual trees. Farmer Ben's like barn and stuff though. I'm going to assume he lives far out enough okay. and that probably exceptions are made for working buildings, like buildings that serve like a like a manufacturing purpose or a storage purpose, like that it would be uh, impractical to make them look a certain way. Like you see them later on in like the books, they go to a fast food restaurant. Right. But if you, if you look in the books in the, if you go to the down, when they go to the downtown area, there are buildings there that kind of look like trees, but you're going to assume they weren't actually really trees. Like they probably built a house or built a building and then created a facade that looks like a tree or imported a tree and attached it to buildings in order to keep up the look of like, okay, we are in bear country, but there's trees in that area that they don't look like anything that could actually have grown. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're very large around the middle and they have these little tiny branches sticking off. So I'm going to say it's a, like a tree based architecture. It's a style okay. that we as human beings don't have. I wish we did. I would like to live in a tree. I know. Well, we got one outside. <laughs> That's a tiny tree. No, the one in the backyard. That's a tiny tree. You could totally live in it, though. Like, you wouldn't live in it, but you could live in the branches. With all the squirrels? With all the squirrels. So, yeah, there's. it's a bit worse for wear, but hey. And oh boy, is it worse for wear. It's all Everything is dead. Yep, it's it all is. busted up. No one's taking care of this thing in a long time. Which is weird. The bark is peeling. Normally, you, like, clean up a house before you sell it. I'm going to think that this probably has been abandoned for a while. Okay. They probably bought it cheap. I'm sure there probably were some squatters in there. Bear squatters. Bear squatters. You know, they probably had a a lock on the door to keep people from stealing the copper wiring, but that was about it. These windows aren't symmetrical. Nope. Papa's going to have to fix that. So, yeah, this is an abandoned house. This was a house that no one's lived in for a while. Glad we didn't move in there. Nope. (laughs) And then they had plans for fixing it up, and... You see them imagining how the treehouse looks right this very second. Yep. Well, not right this very second. But so what have they done? What have they done to it? They've painted it. They get their, they're imagining giving it a fresh coat of paint. Mm-hmm. Replace those sconces. Won't be the real house until they get the sconces put in. Bird bath. Mm-hmm. And plant some flowers. Yep. Mow the grass. Yeah, so they have a vision for their future. They know what they want this house to look like. And the moving bears move in all their stuff. On a wooden plank. They're professionals. They know what they're doing. <laughs> and then... Wait, can I just read this? Because... Okay. They were so busy imagining that they didn't notice they had company. Their new neighbors had come with gifts of welcome. There were rabbits with carrot stew, bird and squirrel families with seeds and nuts, and a number of bear families with honeycombs. 
wild berries, and lots of cubs to make friends with. See, so these rabbits are wearing clothes. Oh, wow, you're right, you're right. And the, 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 squirrel, the, squir- the squirrel is wearing a hat, so what happened to them? <laughs> what happened is Rabbiton, Squirrelville. <laughs> and, and the birds uh, still live there. Yeah, the birds still fly around. We do see in Berenstain Bears and the Christmas Tree, there's like a mouse family. Mm-hmm. In a tree that has a, a, a house set up. It's not just a, a hole with mice in it. It's, yeah. it's a house set up. So, but I, I, I agree that the, the rabbits are a big deal to me because they are mm-hmm. fully clothed. The squirrels, there's a hat, but these rabbits are dressed up. Yeah. And they're bringing crockery. Like they, they're, they have probably have a house somewhere. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously pre, Pre-animal exile. There's bees all over that honeycomb. There's someone brought a honeycomb full of bees. <laughs> uh, there's kids. Two little kids have started spontaneously playing leapfrog. This one looks like Sister Bear. Mm-hmm. These are all rando bears. I see, is that Farmer Ben? Farmer Ben, you see him coming up in the back with Mrs. Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's another rabbit as well. Yeah. So we're seeing a little bit of old school bear country here. This is... Mm-hmm. this is. Uh, what do you think those birds think of that bird in the cage? There's a bird in the cage there. And then there's birds flying in. Yes. That's their first hint. That's their first hint that things are about to change in bear country. Yep. And uh, how does the book end? What's our big happy ending? They took Brother Bear into bed, and they went to bed very happy and tired. And then it's all done. Yep. <laughs> and then you get a nice final shot, really nice shot of the uh, of the treehouse with Mama, Papa, and Brother. They didn't have the bird bath, though. They decided not to go with the bird bath. They're going to build that in later. That's a, that's a future project. Yeah, they have a but bird feeder, though. They do have a bird... Is it a bird feeder or a bird house? A little bird house on a on a pole? Maybe that's what they did with the bird in the cage. They brought a bird, just in case there were no birds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for their bird house. Um and that's the Berenstain Bears moving day. We mm-hmm. uh it's a nice little uh look back at where the bears came from. Uh what do you think of this book? I mean, that's not how easily I settled in. <laughs> or pretty much anyone settles in. But hey, what works works. What do you think of the book as a book itself? The book, it's a, I think it's a pretty decent story. There's not a lot of dialogue. I like dialogue. I like character development. You see some character development, but not a lot of character development. Let's talk a little bit about the history of the bears, the the history that it fills in, as far as like where they came from, how they moved into the house. Is this something that needed to be answered? It didn't need to be answered, but it's nice to know. It's nice to know. Uh, Coming so close on the heels of... chronologically to the Berenstain Bears' new baby, I am surprised that it does contradict that. Like, that they wouldn't make that work somehow. Yeah. Like, they had it just be bought. And even though Jan Berenstain backpedaled and said, you know, like, okay, he he did build the house because he had to carve it out. I choose to see this as the Berenstain Bears' new baby was clearly presenting the Berenstain Bears in their old milieu, which is they were clearly supposed to be living off the land mm-hmm. at that point. They hadn't really established the civilization they lived in yet. We knew they lived near a town. That was kind of it. Uh, that they they had neighbors, but still there was there was some vagueness about where they were established and where this house was. By this point, they were obviously living in a in an, in an area that was heavily populated. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that they chose to have the house be purchased to sort of bring the bears into modern times to say yeah. like when you're a kid moving you're you're most likely moving into a into a house that's that already exists like you're mm-hmm. you're not going to experience a father <clears throat> or a parent who builds a home with their own bare hands you certainly didn't can't even <laughs> can't feel much of anything with my bare hands 
Uh, so it looks to me like the Berenstains are they're they're slowly modernizing the the Bear family, even even retroactively modernizing them a little bit with the moving van, mm-hmm. with the. With the, the the real estate dealings thing that we never actually see, so we don't know if it exists or if they just kind of stole the house. But still having a callback to uh, to the earlier books with with the rabbit family, with uh, the mm-hmm. squirrel family, and I just want to take a look at the book real quick from an art- artistic standpoint. This is a really nice looking book. The shots of nature in the beginning, uh, the shots of Papa Bear working on furniture, uh, the, the, the cozy insides of the cave. They do some really nice work with darkness and shading. It's a very different look and feel to the way they draw the inside of the treehouse. There's a book in the cave. I mean, the bird in the cage. There's a bird in a cage <laughs> in the cave. And I really like the way this book looks. The artwork is is is, is far more textured than mm-hmm. in, say, the Berenstain Bears' Visit the Dentist. We're looking at some very rich colors, some very nice backgrounds. Uh, the animals are nicely realized. Mm-hmm. And the first time you see the treehouse, the, the bark is nicely textured. You, it's very ramshackle. They, they spend a lot of time presenting a familiar image in a very broken down way so that when you finally get to see their their dream tree house, it's a really nice contrast. They've trimmed back a bunch of the branches, they've fluffed up the leaves, they fixed the windows. Just from an artistic standpoint, they do a very good job of contrasting the two uh, appearances of the bear's tree house. I really like that. I hope the windows are symmetrical now. I bet they are. I bet Papa didn't stand for asymmetrical windows. Like... You can't have one window on one side of the house in the same place that looks different from the window on the other side of the house that's in the same place. How come? Because it's... Maybe they're trying to throw you off. No. Maybe he's like, I don't want people to feel too comfortable in this house. So, uh, that is the Berenstain Bears uh, moving day. Do you have any final thoughts? No. <laughs> would you recommend this book uh, as a bedtime story, as a story to be reading to kids? I would recommend it if... I mean, I would recommend it just to read to your kids, but definitely before, if you're planning on moving, definitely read it to, definitely read it to them before. How come? Because I think it shows a very nice way of Brother Bear handling the move. And it's okay to be scared about moving, but if your parents decide to move, you're moving. There's no, like, way to stop it. You're moving. And you just kind of have to deal with it. And, of course, you can keep in contact with your friends as long as you don't move, like, to another country. You can still keep in contact with your friends if you move to another country. Ever hear of the internet? It's the... <laughs> it's the 21st century. I'm a 14-year-old. Do you think I've heard of the internet? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm a 14-year-old. I don't know about this internet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a... Um, Brother Bear deals with it really well. He says goodbye to his friends. He packs up all of his stuff. He moves into this new neighborhood where he makes new friends. Like, that's how life goes. Yeah, it sets up some nice, some nice conflicts with Brother Bear. Just, <laughs> and it sets up a nice way for parents to deal with them in a very gentle, a very understanding way. It validates Brother Bear's feelings. Uh, you know, his his worries are legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, his feelings are legitimate. There's no way to stop the process, but they give him some fine ways to 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 handle his emotions. His foot is floating in this picture. <laughs> yeah, there's some. Funny little walks in the, on the cover. <laughs> the cover is the bears moving out of the treehouse mm-hmm. or out of the cave into the moving van, presumably to go to the treehouse. Although the, the the cover does show the bears themselves moving their furniture, but in the book it's clearly hired movers. Yeah. Mama looks worried. Brother looks worried. Papa's like, I can't wait to get out of this yeah, place. Papa's clueless. He's just he's loving his table. He's carrying a big table. He made it with his own two hands. Mm-hmm. Very proud of himself. 
so that is the Berenstain Bears moving day. Oliver, I want to thank you for joining me today. Oh, wait, what was I supposed to say something? Yes. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. It was nice to have you down here in our dank basement. It smells very nice. I like the smell of basements. What can I say? It's a nice basement. That's For those of you listening at home, a little uh, inside baseball, I record all this in the basement. So uh, <laughs> here we are. And uh, so next time, we will be discussing the Berenstain Bears Visit the Dentist, in Ugh. which the Berenstain Bears visit the dentist. Ugh. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a doozy of a book, and it's a strange it's a strange one. I'll I'll be discussing some of the problems I have with that particular particular book. But uh, in the meantime, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BeastainBearCast. You can please rate and review us on iTunes. I would love to get one new review a day. That would be great. I mean, it probably won't happen, but I would love a bunch of new reviews. It would up our little stats on iTunes so more people can uh, see the podcast if they're interested at all. If they're not, then they won't, they won't listen to it probably. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you can uh, download us on Stitcher. You can find us wherever you like to find your favorite podcasts. You can write to us at uh, Bearcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you in any of those capacities. Uh, what do you think of the show? What do you think of me? What do you think of the Berenstain Bears? What do you think of me? Yeah. Let's give a little feedback on our guests. I would like to know. If it's negative, I'll just delete it. But uh, I will still read it and take it to heart. Not too much to heart, though. Don't tell me, because I, I, I don't need that kind yeah, we of... Don't, I don't need to put that on you. Yeah. Hey, this person wrote in, they really don't like you. <laughs> enemies, that's what we're doing. We are making enemies. So, uh, again, my name is Phil Gonzalez, and I hope to see you next week deep in bear country. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Deep in bear country. <laughs> <laughs>